Hey, how are you guys doing? It's Jorge Torres right here uh, with Al White across from me. How you doing, Al White? I'm doing real good. I'm real, do- real good. How you doing? You know, we're waiting for Blake to get some water. He, uh, we couldn't get our Sonic Blast from uh, DoorDash. So. Well, that's okay. We don't need that shit. Yeah, it's just self um, instant gratification. We know we all want yeah. sugary fucking good blast, but if uh, it didn't happen, it was God's plan the whole time. That's that's true. And shout out to George for treating us to burrito bandito. That shit was hot. Mm-hmm. A burrito bandito, uh, Anderson, fastest service I've ever had. Uh, out of any Uber, or not Uber, uh, DoorDash order. Yeah, bro, that was. That was unreal. Mm-hmm. Chips were amazing. Burrito. The, how was your bowl? It was good, huh? Oh, that shit. Yeah, that shit was fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blake's still scarfing those fucking chips down. Yes, yes. Boy grabbing a pawful. Oh, here he comes. Fucking still got that chip in his mouth, though. Hi. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, how's that water? Refreshing. Very good. Is it a blast? You know, it's probably a good thing we didn't get the blast because it is like dairy. Well, and that also dairy tears me up. By the time they get here, that shit's gonna be melted. Hella melted. Because yeah. that shit's just gonna sit on the counter at Sonic right after they make it for like twenty minutes. Yeah, and there'll be fifteen minutes in the hot ass car. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> How you boys doing? Doing real good. It's a good Friday. It's been a long time. Not a long time, but it's been feels like it's been a while. It's been over a month. I think July like. 13, 12, something like that was the last episode we did. So. Oh, we kicking it in full gear soon, though. Uh, what, 12 days? 12 days. Mm. 12 days. This podcast is because of you. You wanted to do the episode today and just talk about some topics and whatnot, and we will. Um, I kind of wanted to approach this as kind of like a dog day pod, even though I do have topics and whatnot. Um, I do think it'd be a good opportunity, excuse me, to have a, a dog day pod. George Torres, how are you doing, man? I'm doing amazing, We man. never see you anymore. Yeah, I'd just be working all, all day, every day, and now I'm in the red zone about to score. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are you about to score? I'm here with the boys. This is a good time right here. It's a fucking pleasant time. It's about to be football season. I'm getting loaded up in a bunch of drafts, putting a lot of money. I probably shouldn't be gambling and mm. uh, living it. Hey, if you ain't gambling, though, you ain't trying. Exactly. Scared money does not make money. Mm. Mm. That was hard. Hey, that was hard. <laughs> that was hard. This is Staying Alive by DJ Khaled, Drake, and Lil Baby. I'm going to let this rock, and then we'll get into the program. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. Episode 168, Mike Mayfield Pod. It's not like I know no for months. This life it allow me to take what I want. It's not like I know what I want. It's not like I know what I need. I get some time, but there's no guarantees. When I was broke, she was being a tease. Four pockets full, now she down on her knees. Whoa, 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 whoa. Baby gon' hit it and send it to me. Yeah. Oh, I'ma hit it and send it to baby. That's how I get when this life get too crazy. Alrighty. Welcome to episode 168 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with two of my nearest and dearest friends in the entire whole wide world. I have George Torres to my left, Alec White to my right. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Doing real good. It's a great day. I'm prepared for Rams bills already. September 8th. Can't September wait. 8th. Three weeks, a date? three weeks from yesterday. Three weeks from yesterday. Al will not be able to watch that game that night. Nope. What do you have going on that night? Engagement pictures. <laughs> you scheduled that? 
Yeah, I scheduled that. Don't get married. <laughs> no, nah, we'll be, I'll be able to watch. From what? On your phone? Yeah. Do you uh, Have you guys got NFL Plus? The, it's like $5 a month, that NFL Plus. App. I heard about that. Yeah. People are saying it's like really worth it. Uh, Tory Holt, I, I think he might have a job with Amazon because he was really talking it up on CBS Sports Radio yesterday. And um, yeah, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd pay $5 for, I love the NFL. I love the extra content. But what am I actually getting extra? I don't already get through Red Zone or just watching the, the game at home, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's just me personally. Although I know they're doing stuff like video. Um, you can do like coaches film. You can do um, stuff like that. So uh, there are certain elements to it that are a little different than other streaming services and whatnot. And, what, <laughs> and what not out there. Jesus Christ, I'm having a stroke. Um, anyways, before we get into it, though, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all of our sponsors, Black Rose Coffee and Tea, Rebel Fit Company, and Sprinkles Farms. Thank you guys very much for sponsoring this podcast. I appreciate it very much. You guys make this thing legit. You guys make me feel very special. I appreciate you guys for that. And without further ado, now a word from Black Rose Coffee. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you, and rethink the way you coffee today. And without further ado, let's get into it. So, look, let's get into it, guys. I'll throw it to you first. How has your summer been? We have not been here in about five, six weeks, something like that. Um, preseason is underway. NFL football is right around the corner. How has your summer been? It's been good. Just, you know, been getting settled into the new place. Um, been working, trying to work my way up, and... Yeah, I mean, it's been been pretty chill. It's been hot as fuck, so I've just been trying to stay out of the heat. George, how's your summer been? It went by fast. It's already almost out of summer. It's going to be fall, and it's been great. I've been busy getting paid. 11, 10-hour days, 12-hour days, just staying busy, and then um, just trying to find good um, hobbies. I've been trying to stay in the gym every day after work, which is hard after working, you know, 10 hours a day. And... um, Recently, started reading the Bible a little bit. What? Yeah, I'm on no. like page forty. I'm getting to a hard part where like the they use like biblical terms. I'm like, oh, I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but uh, yeah. You are not reading the Holy huh? Bible. I'm reading um the New Believers Bible. Believer the new <laughs> dude. I was gonna say, like, did I hear that right? <laughs> new, new Believers <laughs> Bible. Okay. By Greg. Damn, you're like, why are you reading the Bible Greg all of Lord. a sudden? What's up with that? Why? Uh, uh, I was walking the the bridge. You're not reading the Bible. No, 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 no I am. Oh, okay, all right. I am reading the Bible. Uh, and then this guy stopped talking to me. We talked for like an hour. He gave me a book. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a, maybe it's a sign. What? We, he's just talking to God about God, and I was like, oh shit! I'll fucking I'll well, take the book. Where were you? At the Sundial Bridge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. And you just bummed into some guy. 
Well, he was like, hey, you know, soft talk, man. And yeah, yeah. He wasn't too intrusive, so I gave him my time of day. And uh, we chopped it up. He gave me a free book. It was kind of easy to read to begin. Kept reading it. I'm only on page 44, so. I mean, I'm not saying I'm fully invested, but 44 pages in. You uh, said you take it as a sign. Yes. What sign would that be? Just like life sign, like, hey, read the Bible. God's plan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything like that for you, Al? Not really. You don't seem like you go out very much, especially this time of year. But <laughs> Yeah, this time of year. I don't go out much this time of year neither. No, it's too fucking hot. I will tell you this, though. Yesterday, I went to, uh, shout out to Taroko. I went to Taroko, had the uh, Wagyu burger. <laughs> Without me? Bro, you were at work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went at like 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Um, and I forgot that the Josh Turner concert was going on downtown uh, yesterday, so there was actually a lot of people out and about. But went and got a burger, and then I fucking went and shot some B-roll because I'm putting together a, a, a reporter thing pretty soon. And then I, I went and... Um, what I did, I think I went to the Diversion Dam. You guys know the Diversion Dam in the Sacramento River? You know that little dam that. So they're the ones that provide uh, Anderson and Conwood, the irrigation district, with the water from Sacramento River. Um, went there and shot some B roll. It was just nice. It was nice to like get out in the battle and just kind of walk the town. Um, it was 107 yesterday. I was sweating balls off every time I got back to the car. Um, but overall, it was it was cool. It was cool, and uh, it was nice getting out, man. I've not done a lot this summer, um, and I think you know I got to switch that up. I think next summer I got to make a plan to. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make a list. Like I'm gonna do one or two things or go to one or two places every month, June, July, August. Just one or two things every month. Doesn't have to be every weekend. I don't have to have the time of my life every single Friday and every single Saturday, but just something to look forward to and to kind of because during the summer it's like. I think I do get down because there's nothing to fucking do. There was nothing to watch. It is hot as fuck. It's just what? I feel like there's the most to do during summer and you feel the opposite. I don't like summer. It's my least favorite season. But why? What does that stem from? I think it's a, well, I mean, I've been open and honest on here before about just, uh, you know, it kind of depresses me and whatnot. And I think it's just, it's the boredom factor. Like I'm cool if I'm working, keeping myself busy I'm not going to say distract myself with football and stuff because I enjoy that stuff. Um, but, you know, kind of just, you know, be entertained by that stuff. And, and for four or five months out of the year, we get to talk about, you know, fucking whatever it is as it pertains to, to sports. And then kind of, you know, NBA kind of helps that as well. But once that ends, man, I'm telling you, that middle of June till mid-September, what we're in right now, that shit. August is different than July. July sucks. Yeah. August, we got hard knocks. We got, you know, preseason football. It's a little different in August. There's usually more like fires here locally, and it's more smoky and usually more hot. Um, but I'm just not a summer guy. I'm not summer because I don't like the water very much. And um, yeah, but it doesn't matter where I go. I mean, you know, you, you ask, you know, where it stems from. I don't know. It's anywhere I go. I could literally be like in San Diego, San Francisco, and it's it's just when when it, I don't want to be like the big advocate, but like when you're dealing with shit like that, it's just random anyway. Like, at least for me. Like, it's just random. Like, we could be having the time of our lives. We're all good. I, I look to a corner in the bar, and uh, it, you just, you know, you know, it, it's, like a, it's like a cutaway, you know, in your life. It's almost like a family guy cutaway. Think about it. Like, you ever just be hanging out, and then you just, like, have, like, a total fucking weird-ass daydream, and you're just looking on the opposite side of somewhere, you're, and then someone has to, like, snap you back to reality, like a friend or someone? You ever think about that? So, when you there look away you? from a good scenario, and you see nothing... Space out? <laughs> no, I'm not. What do you see in the corner of the bar? I need to. No, the, it, it, I'm not talking in philosophical. I'm, I'm saying like actually like uh, it's hard to explain. It's just like during the summer, it's just more things like that are persistent. 
Um, and I just enjoy the fall more. I just enjoy the fall more. Not a big summer guy. Never have been. Probably never will be. But that's okay. Um, I, all I'm asking for is the finals in July and shit, though. I'm not asking for a ton. I mean, we gave all of our favorite sports organizations and leagues, you know, the right blueprint. I, so you dedicate your life around sports? Sure. It sounds like. Yeah. Okay. And, and and I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't mind him any of that. I mean, that's, I love sports. People dedicate their lives to, to being a doctor, saving people. People dedicate their lives to fucking robbing people. People dedicate their lives to nothing. People dedicate their lives to being a lawyer, uh, to, to, to working their way up in government, to, to, you know, prosecute or, or not, pro- you know, I, people, people have their, their ideals and their values and stuff. And I just love sports, man. I don't know. So you had, it's like hard to process anything out of like for summer, you have nothing to um, wrap your head around a lot. Most of the day. I think it's a combo of things. Cause I don't really think even when COVID hit, I don't really think I had those kind of feelings cause it wasn't summer. It was like March, April. So it was still spring. It wasn't hot as shit. Even though everything was shut down, it was still special circumstance things. I'm a homebody anyway, but um, the difficult thing for me, man, is if it's not sports, I love my dogs. But when it's 108, 110 uh, on dirt, concrete, you can't walk them. Even on grass, it's like 100 degrees on their paws. Like, it's too hot to do anything with them. So, like, yeah, I could go out and I go do stuff about myself and whatnot. But it just kind of, you know, and, you know, think about money or you think about time or, you know, it's, it's, there's only so much of it to go around. So, um, yeah, I, it's summer, it's one of those things, you know, in counseling, I've talked about it before and whatnot. It's, I, I know how to process the summer. I know what to do. I know, you know, you know, go to Black Rose, get a coffee, shout out to Black Rose. Uh, you know, go do something, go to the sun, go listen to your favorite song aloud, go take a cold shower. There's just things you could do to snap yourself out of it and get back to just kind of doing you. So mm. that's my little soliloquy, I guess, on that. Mm-hmm. I haven't really talked about that in depth on the podcast. That was a good question, George. Yeah, I, I feel like, like yeah, if, the, if, uh, if it's hard for you to be out and doing normal stuff and, uh, Home feels like uh, more um, productive than that's what it is. Also, I feel like, and I don't think this is you know working out the news. I think it's just humans in general. I think just crime and just fuckery and bullshit increases during the summer. Everyone's off. Yeah, it's hot, so uh-huh. everyone's a little amped, a little stressed, a little like let's party. Let, yeah, everyone's a little ready to go. Um, they're bored. People are bored. Um, and then people see opportunity. I saw this wild ass video earlier today. There was like a flash mob of like a hundred motherfuckers that robbed the Seven Eleven in L.A. Yeah, I seen that. That shit was, dude. They were just tearing shit down, grabbing cigarettes and Skittles. I'm like, man, if I was gonna do a flash mob run, I would do what the motherfuckers were doing last year. I'd, I'd go smash and grab Louis Vuitton or something. Like if I was going, I'm not saying that, I probably shouldn't say all this. But if I was going to, you know, put my freedom at risk, I'm gonna go get some good shit. You're not going to do it for no Skittles? No natives? Skittles natives ain't that good, bro. I'm sorry. I'll pay the dollar 89. <laughs> I'll pay the dollar 89. That's, That's crazy cool. how people do that, though. I feel like the, the idle, idle mind is the devil's playground. Like, if you're going to fucking mm. flash mob, steal someone's hardworking. Thank you. Thank you, Blake. Thank you. 7-Eleven that they worked their ass off to have their little fucking slice of heaven. I don't know. It's fucked up. There's only one worker on shift. Um, and the article I was reading... And and you see him on the surveillance, like just back out of the shot, and Lord knows see, where that's he went, why. But. I mean, even like here, but in, especially in places like L.A., you can't have one person working, especially not in overnight. Yeah, it was nice. That's just not safe. Yeah, like you can't. You gotta have at least two people there. 
So according to this LAPD detective, and we won't stay on here long because it's not local or you know who gives a shit. But um, it was just an interesting video. He was saying that these people did this thing where they formed this big ass. It was a flash mob in the middle of, of the LA streets, blocked off an intersection, of course, because you know people in LA don't give a shit. And um, they started doing donuts, these like Fast and Furious style, block off the cars, let the cars do their thing, and they used that scene to do the robbery. So they used that. They blocked the police in because they were doing stunts and tricks in L.A. streets. And like 120 motherfuckers went to 7-Eleven and just thrashed. I'm talking thrashed this store. Like, it looked like people were like zoo animals. I'm like, these aren't even humans. They're sitting there just grabbing shit. I mean, they're damn near fighting each other trying to get the shit. And I'm like, this is 7-Eleven. This is not, this isn't even like Walmart. Where I can like get some clothes, get a tire. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Did you, did you see that video where they uh, stopped the car in, in the freeway? Like a, it was a single single lane, um, like a ramp, and they stopped the car trying to rob the car behind him. And the guy fucking took his truck and ran through him. No, I shared it on Instagram. The the David uh, Harris, David Harris Jr. repost. Oh yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, oh, we got him. We fucking stopped the car. Now we're gonna rob him. Like, he did what? You would have done the same thing, right? I, I've seen that video, I think, like a year or two ago. But yeah, 100%. 100%. That's why, like, you know, my car is still damaged from this incident. But I remember when I hit a tire on my way to work back in, like, April. That's why my car looks like that. Um, and I figured out it was a tire eventually because I called CHP. They said there was no people or animals out there. I was like, okay, it was probably a tire. Because um, it was jet black. I didn't see it at all. You know, so I was like, that's what it's got to be. And, um, fuck, I forgot my point. What are you talking about? What did you just say? The truck that rammed that vehicle that ahead of them that tried to rob them, and they used their car as a barricade. Yeah, so I thought when I hit the tire, I was like, oh, someone's trying to rob me. That's where I went. I was like, it's like when you see the videos of the guy smashing eggs on the windshields, and the whole point is you wipe your windshield, then you have to get out, and then they rob you. That's kind of, and I'm like, dude, it's 3.30 in the morning. Like, it's pitch black. I'm not doing that. I'm driving to work. And, uh, you know, clearly everything worked out, of course. But, um, yeah, no, I I mean, people that, it, it's one of those instinct things. So I feel like that's a nice stadium. George, that's a really nice stadium. So far. Look at all that smog. You, it's nasty ass 31 smog. million people. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, anyway, let's talk about something real. That was, not something real. That I, was real. Like I thought what? that was, I, <laughs> I thought that was really good. I thought that, yeah. Al, is there anything you want to share about yourself personally? Any, any feelings, any sort of, um. You know, any sort of anything, you just, you, you got to get off your chest, you know. I mean, not that I can think of right now. You ever get sad during summer or winter? I mean, I get sad during summer just because I'm like, I don't want to fucking go anywhere. Yeah. Because it's too hot. I hate being hot. I think summertime depression, to wrap that up, I think that's a real thing. I was looking into that and I was like, I think summertime depression is a real thing. I think you can literally yeah. be sad just from June to September. And then I'm literally, I tell everyone, and it's not even a joke. Yeah, you know, I, I know. I tell you, George, I'm like, September to June, I'm good for it. The summer, I it's just a thing, dude. I don't know. It's just one of those. Is that things. a Capricorn thing? It, it hey, might be. It might, it might be. It might actually be. I don't know. Al and I are Capricorns. I hit the sun and I feel good. I feel hot, but then you sit on the sun. Like, wait a minute. I feel like I'm charging up. But I don't. The thing is, I I need the sun. I don't dislike the sun or even. I mean, don't get me wrong. 110, 112 is ridiculous. But even the heat. If it says oh 102, 103, like I can still walk around. Like I did yesterday, you know, in downtown Reading. Um, it's not even the heat of the sun, which I like how sunny it is here. I need the sun because because the gray depresses me. It's just it's just something in the air, man. I don't know. It's just, I I can't even really put my 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 pulse on it. Um, 
but unless I'm like traveling or doing shit, like when we did the Emmys, I thought that was amazing. It felt like a, a break from life. You know what I mean? Um, and so maybe I should spend my summers doing that a little more. You know, I've been thinking about that. Um, you know, I was at work the other day talking to some of the guys and they were like, you know, why haven't you taken a vacation this year? And I finally realized I haven't taken out one vacation this year. Not that I feel like I need one and not that I feel like I am running on fumes or anything like that. But I was like, yeah, that is kind of nuts because everyone plans out at least one thing a year. And I, I just, I don't know. It's not even a thing to me. Um, but yeah, damn, that, that was cool. That was, that was the most interesting, uh, 20 minutes, I think. Start of a podcast that we've ever had. Um, I do have topics written down. I do have things I want to talk about and get to. I'm just kind of feeling you guys out and, and seeing what you guys think. Was that over Derwin James? Some garbage San Diego Chargers. I mean, uh, LA Chargers. That was Derwin James. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, it wasn't. Okay. McClutchin. McClutchin. McClutchin, but it's like a play on because of Clutchin being a good ball player. Yeah, so anyway, um, let's talk about this, man. Yeah, we're not doing all that, man. Sorry. Um, I do have some topics I want to get to today. Let's talk about this. George. We're going to you first. We don't know any of these other people we're going to talk about. We don't know Deshaun Watson personally or Tom Brady personally. We know George Torres personally. You are officially, um, because we have a 10-man league and 10 people are in the league, you officially, for the first time in at least four years, will not be playing in Seth White's Fantasy Football League. You are choosing to do the Jerky League, Rick Young's League, as well as a separate league, I believe. Um, just kind of walk me through your thought process. Walk me through your emotions and your feelings as you're making a decision as monumental as stepping out of the uh, Seth White Fantasy League, which, by the way, you've had a lot of success in. In three seasons, you've made two Super Bowls, and you got one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a chance to really go on a run here. Not that I'm trying to rub it in, but you had a chance to really go on a run. Why all of a sudden bow out? Do you think you're above it? Do you think because I've won, I don't need to? What's the thought process? My thought process was uh, I'm doing the Isherky League where we're going to do a lot of money. I'm in Rick's League where he already he, – I've been established there since – he's the one that brought me in the fantasy uh, world, actually. Uh, shout out to Eric Young. Um, before I met him, I had no idea what a fantasy football league was. I, I drafted two kickers and, like, two defenses in my first ever um, draft year. And since then, I've come a long way. Everyone knows I'm um, highly – Successful in any any fantasy football. What? <laughs> I was gonna say that too. Everyone knows I'm highly successful. Yeah, I'm Jesus. Just, I, I'm not. I'm always. I don't know. Who who do you consider successful but never wins? Except like I do win a little bit. Ow. I'm Ow. like bro, bro. What? I'm just sitting here quiet. And you're I'm like the at Patriots, me? but like a little less. Like a little less. <laughs> no, no. Like my bad. <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I said you're gonna win this year. That's why I don't feel bad saying that, because I, I got you winning if it's not me. Like, I'm always taking myself, but if it's not me, I want to see you win. I want to see me win, too. Yeah. So, it, uh, stop dancing like a politician, motherfucker. What's the reason you don't want to play fantasy football? I have a lot of money tethered in. Tell the tight end story. I don't need to tell the tight end story. That's the real reason. That is not That is not the real reason. You've told me for I, seven that months that's the real reason. Head, but that is... Yeah. I, I hate the Yahoo League. Facts. <sighs> It's an eyesore. I don't like it. That tight end shit did happen, but I'm gonna let that shit go because I Kelsey. I advanced. I advanced to the finals. And yeah, Kelsey. No, he didn't play. That's why I needed a tight end. I had to take up his backup, Noah Gray. You can get Blake Bell? I think Tyler picked him up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, that's not that. I All just right. got two like basically one hundred dollar leagues. I'm going to probably do Kent's fucking super, super um, Survivor Series fucking thing. 
I'm gonna be going to arena constantly betting, constantly doing live bets. Bro, you can do live bets from your phone, you know. I know that I heard that, but I, I want to be in that. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Be there. Yeah. It's different when you're in the atmosphere. It's different yeah. when no, you I understand. There's 16 TVs, every game is on. That's yeah. something that, yo, when was the last time we all went to Win River? Remember we were doing that for a minute? Why were we doing that? We were, we the were people so watching trash. at Win River is fun, though. That is so trash, though. The people watching is good, though. It's like, what the fuck? Fucking There's some scary people in there. Yeah. There's some lifeless eyes in those fucking at those slot machines, man. It, yeah. it is. I'm not gonna say scary, but it's it's sad. Um, I always think about the hotel rooms at casinos. Yeah, motherfuckers dying, killing themselves because they lost everything. You know, like I, I think about shit like that. I'm like, I don't even love dying in this room. You know, because they're not gonna disclose that. Oh, and I, I, so much shit happens in there. So much. My buddy used to like bouncing, like just fucking. Hey, get in the bathroom. Someone's fucking overdose. Go do CPR. That's crazy. Every hour at the hour. Every about, hour? I don't know about exactly. So they were ODing every but hour. For sure, like bitch? five and, you know, just even hotel. Hey, they're fucking flooding right. or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, something. A lot of shit happens behind the scenes people don't see, and that's crazy. We'll talk about this with y'all. I had this idea today because I was listening back to the podcast Al and I did on the Super Bowl 56 recap um, when the Rams won. And. I was like, man, I really didn't give because I didn't watch it live. I only watched it like twice on my on my phone. I was like, I didn't give that Dr. Dre halftime show a chance. That shit is fucking good, yo. That shit was really good. I was like, Dre sounded amazing. I I don't know if you guys did. You guys watched it live, I assume, right? You guys didn't dip out during yeah. the halftime show. What did you guys think in real time? Because Al, I, I told you, and you were like, it's cool to see them all together. But like, what were your thoughts uh, initially? Uh, did you think it was a good performance? Uh, what did you think about the entire thing? I thought it was really, really good. Um, I think with those kind of artists, though, you don't have to do like the show part of it. You know, like everything going on around them singing. Like that. Like for me, I was just focused on them singing because that's you know, guys like that. Like I don't give a shit who's fucking walking around down on the ground. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, but I thought it was really, really good. Really liked it. George. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, that's one thing is that that set, that design, it it doesn't, it didn't look very good. No. It's I like didn't. all white. It's cheap. It's in the middle of the field. There's a bunch of room between uh, the dancers and behind them. I'm like, you could... They could have done a little bit. The stages are always bigger than that. They're all so the weekend got half the stadium to himself for his halftime show. He walked down from the top of the stands. Um, so I don't know what that was all about. George, what were your thoughts though on that? Because you were on that episode. Um, what were your thoughts on the halftime show? And, um, and this will lead to a bigger discussion in a second. You know, I I like how they tried to go overboard, but they went a little too overboard that you know maybe it took away from the boys. Uh, Dr. Dre's an Aquarius. We same we share the same birthday, February eighteenth. Um, love that dude. Eminem. What was that? <laughs> Hello. I was doing the Shaq shit. <laughs> Hello. He's an Aquarius. Hey, go ahead. Same birthday, February 18th. That's my point. Me, Le'Veon Bell. Um, who else is February 18th? A couple heads. A couple heads I like. Anyways, um, Eminem wearing the same shit he's worn for fucking the last seven years. That fucking... 17 that. years, it seems nah, like. Nah, no, don't, don't do him dirty like About that. About 12 years. With that beard, that... He wore that outfit on the recovery cover. What are you talking shoes. about? Yeah. Yeah, with the hoodie up? Come on, dude. Uh, who else? Mary J. Blige? Mary J. Blige. 50 Smoking Cent. Smoking as ever. Hey, Game said... 
Game, you know, game, rapper game. Game says 50 looked like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> he did, though. He did. You said, motherfucker, you look like a rotisserie chicken at the Super Bowl. <laughs> How old are they? Are they? What's the difference? 50's like 48 years old, dude. And Game's like 43. It's like, this should not be... You guys should not be doing this right now on Instagram. Yeah, uh, having a beef at that age. So fucking ridiculous. It's like you guys have made classics together. I, I don't I don't know. Some some people never get over it. They never get over it. Um, hey, Golden Gate. Um, I come in here to ask you guys this because I was thinking today, I was like, we have never ever talked about the best and the worst halftime shows we've ever watched. And I think that'd be a good topic of discussion because there have been some really good ones, and I think the Dre show is iconic, just the amount of people and the songs and how old the songs even are, and they're still like, you know, when Dre's sitting there doing Still Dre, and that song is 23, four years old, almost as old as I am, and you know what I mean? Like, LA is going crazy. It's Still Dre Day. Ah, AK. I, like, I don't know, man. That shit's crazy. Um, what was probably the worst halftime show you've ever seen now? What's one that you were just like, no. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch because I can't even remember off the top of my head like who's done. I mean, obviously the last two I remember, but going back. It was J-Lo and Shakira for Chiefs Niners. That was a good one. 2019 was uh, Maroon 5 and Cardi B and Travis Scott. Yeah. 2018 was uh, Justin Timberlake. That was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, 2017 was Lady Gaga, right? I don't remember. That's the reason I don't yeah, want to jump I'd, into this. Yeah, the I'm one not. I do remember, but I didn't watch was that fucking um, Shakira. No, no, the old band, not Creed, um, not Nickelback. Um, can you take? Oh, it is Creed, right? Take me higher. They never did the Super Bowl. They did what at the Cowboy Stadium? You've never seen the clip. I don't know. Producer, but, can you roll the clip, bro? The Black Eyed Peas did that Super Bowl. Oh my God! Hold on, Packers you guys keep Steelers. Talking? That's the, you guys that, keep talking. That's at the Cowboy. That was the Cowboy Stadium Super Bowl. A couple years back, bud. What? A couple years back behind that. Behind the, oh, uh, 2008? I don't know. I don't remember. Was that a Giants uh, Patriots number one? I think that was that Super Bowl. I don't remember. Um, Al, what were some of the best shows you remember? I really liked this last year. Um, just the amount of history and really looking back on my childhood, I'm like, shit, that's like a lot of my favorite artists from when I was first started listening to music so that was it's like all of them yeah that was one of my probably my favorite um the shakira one was pretty good i like that one overrated their asses ain't that nice sorry oh i thought i thought it was just a good show Mm-mm. no you didn't you like their asses super bowl no, X. I don't, I don't even, what <laughs> they flashed their ass or something who janet jackson's my favorite <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no but no xxx X, 5 35 um uh, oh yeah, this looks lit. I wish I was fucking what? Hey, we remember shit back. I then. can't remember they. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, no. Oh shit. Okay, I did not. I did not know Creed did the Super Bowl halftime show. That's crazy. That that gives a lot less lore to the Super Bowl halftime show now. Doctor Dre was the most. Oh, he was the most overqualified candidate to do a halftime show in the history of the halftime show. That, that hadn't done it at that point. Um, and the reason I, I even bring up this topic is, is that he has a podcast coming out with a uh, uh, famous celebrity trainer. I don't know the guy's name, but uh, it's a brand new podcast launching. Episode one is with Dr. Dre. And Dr. Dre never does interviews. So to see him on camera talking about recent stuff like his divorce and the Super Bowl and, and you know, straight out of Compton a few years back, that shit's cool to me. Um, 
And yeah, I, 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 he was saying that he almost dropped out. He didn't want to seem like a sellout. He said Jay-Z and Nas had to convince him. We know Jay-Z does the halftime show anyway. Um, he said they had to call him and convince him to do it and that it's in L.A. and you got to do it for the city. And, and he was really concerned about it. And so I was like, man, that's crazy because that's been a thing since Kaepernick, you know. All these guys or, or people that don't want to perform for the NFL, I think the tide's kind of turning on that a little bit, which I think is mm-hmm. a good thing. I, I think that's kind of going away at this point. Um, so, George, you don't have any in particular that you do like, don't like? Any you don't like in particular? Maybe you don't have anything when you do, but any that you were like, nah. I'll tell you what, Maroon 5 was nah. And Timberlake? Man. I'm not a hater like that. I just don't, like, if I don't, if I start, like, losing interest, I'll look at my phone or go make a bur, you know, whatever snack is in the, wherever I'm watching the Super Bowl, you know, kind of thing. What's the best place? Where's the best place to watch Super Bowl? House, bar, uh, someone else's. I mean, like, where, where do you guys like doing that? I like to be in my comfort zone. So I like, to, I like to be at home watching it. I don't know why I just, I, I've watched it places, but I think that, you know, sit like sitting on my couch, watching the game like that. I can, I can enjoy the game the way I want to. Cause when you're, Around a bunch of other people, like, you know, people got bets, people got, um, you know, pers- just talking shit. Yeah, just, it's, it's like noise. Yeah. People are rooting for, you know, like a fucking, oh my God, one more catch and I can fucking win five bucks. Right. It's like, oh my it's God. Like, dude, I just want to watch the game, man. If I got bets, I got bets, but I'm, you know, real bets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> George. Um, uh, I can watch it anywhere. Okay. Anywhere that's how, that has a good time, you know. Vibes right, vibes got to be right for the Super Bowl. Got be right. to be, yeah, got to be. Food's got to be right. Yes. Drinks got to be flowing, and I don't mean just like liquor. Drink. Like I gotta have like a good diet Pepsi going. Oh my god, so on it's, ice. It's worst, worst drink known. Water. To well, who says that? Me. I just said it. Told that to like a seven year old man. They just went to Costco and got like a thirty pack. What's he gonna do? He's seventy. That's that's the point. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean, hey. But hey, man. Let, um. Halftime shows. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much right now. I'll tell you this much. Looking back, I do think the Dre, Snoop, everyone halftime show was fantastic. I, I mean, you guys know how I felt. I, I thought it was a great part of the script. I thought it was an essential part of the script. Um, I don't know if I'm Jay-Z and Rock Nation who does... The first ever Los Angeles NFL Super Bowl, besides like Dr. Dre, like, who else from LA is supposed to do that Super Bowl in a different genre of music that's from LA? Because everyone's from LA. But I can't think of not one motherfucker that has more pedigree to do that than than him. They dude, all those artists have so many hits combined, they didn't have enough time to do all their hits. Dre's doing half a verse on California Love, one minute of still DRE. Like there's just not enough time. That's how many hits there is. Um, so to see all that on one stage was pretty cool. I still think Weekend was pretty good. Um, J-Lo and Shakira, uh, look, it was overrated. People liked it because they're asses. Their asses aren't even that nice. J-Lo just seems like a total bitch. I just don't even know what to think about it. Um, so for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. No, hold on. Uh, hold 50, on. $50,000 for 7% equity of this fucking business. No, hold up, bro. I took a screenshot of a YouTube comment. Okay, someone was making fun of Barbara of Shark Tank and said this. 
I love your product. I think you're fantastic. Your business is phenomenal and your valuation is perfect. I've been waiting for years for someone like you to come into the tank. In fact, I dare say you are the single greatest entrepreneur we've ever seen with the greatest business we've ever seen. This product will change hundreds of millions of lives for the better and generate hundreds of billions in revenue. I think you're beautiful and I love you. For those reasons, I'm out. (laughs) Yo, you good? Yo, that was the funniest fucking comment I've ever fucking read. Yes. For that reason, I'm out is the funniest. She does do that a lot. Yeah. Like the most longest I'm out. Like I like how Mr. Wonderful, I'm out. Or just like a quick, this, this idea is dog shit, I'm out. <laughs> you know who I cannot, st- I, nothing is a bad guy. I don't know if I like um, Damon all that much. Oh, I Damon like John. He's all right. Yeah. Uh, are people coming in? Yeah. Are they coming in? Fun. All right. Let's Fun. pause this real quick. Pause it. Is that not a good idea? Whoever you're drafting first round, you're getting their jersey. Yeah. Why in the world would you ever do that? You're a Rams fan. Yeah, been a Rams fan. For decades now. Okay. What were we talking Years. about before we fucking... Oh, yeah. Shark we're talking Tank. about Barbara. Yeah, yeah you're talking about Shark Tank. Um... Uh, Damon's all right. Damon's all right. Uh, Barbara, I just, I don't know. You can get Barbara out of there. And then um, there was one, no, uh, Chris Saka. Do you remember Chris Saka? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Silicon Valley homeboy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I'm good on him too. Um, I do know that I love cubes because, uh, well, first of all, because NBA and stuff like that. But yeah. also because, you know, on Shark Tank, man, what just happened? The, the homeboy, the homeboy knock his helmet off? Oh. Something happened. Anyway, um, a great show. I've been watching it. I've been binge watching that shit. I think it's cool, man. The business aspect, like that's as a kid, like you know, I watch it because Mark Cuban, Mister Wonderful. Oh, I'm out. Oh, your product is terrible. But when you get older and become an adult, and you hear about equity and ownership and this percentage and that, it's like it's interesting shit. It's like super interesting because. You know, I've never seen on that show. I'm not saying I'll do it, but I've never seen someone walk in there and be like, "I want to sell my podcast to you guys." I want to sell this piece of technology to you guys. It's always an actual hardware item. Um, I would be interested to see how they do stuff like podcasts or, you know, apps or stuff like that. I know they've bought an apps, stuff like that before, but, um, and when you're doing business stuff like the scrub daddy, stuff like that will make the most sense. It's stuff that's tangible. I can hold it in my hand. I can use it over and over and over and it costs two bucks. You know, like why in the world would that not work? So, uh, yeah, I think that stuff's pretty cool. They're going to be on Celebrity Family Feud this Sunday. Um, Steve Harvey, of course, hosting, and it will be um, some of the Sharks versus, I'm going to say, uh, some of the other Sharks. I don't know if there's 10 total, so I don't know how that goes. But anyway, um, that's why I got on that. So let's go to something else, man. <laughs> Sorry, I opened my phone to a funny meme. Let's go to this. Tom Brady is absent right now from Tampa Bay Buccaneers camp. And one, Alec White is very concerned. He has no idea what's going on in Tampa. He thinks that Mr. Brady is going to be retiring. He doesn't know if his heart is still in it, but he does not want to doubt the GOAT. I'm going to let Alec James White speak for himself on this segment. Al, why are you so concerned about Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr.? And what do you think is going to happen with him and the Buccaneers now that he's not a camp? So first off, let me start by stating my concern for, for Matty Ice. If Tom Brady does retire, Matty Ice's well-being is on the line for the next what five months so i mean i don't know it's it's so interesting you got something what, what makes you think he's gonna retire 
just the off season, and I don't know. I feel like he's not fully in it. He's got Fox waiting for him. Like he was already halfway. He was already out, and then is now he's in, and then now he's not coming to camp. I'm like, I don't know. So I don't know. I think it's 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 weird. It's very weird. He lost his center. Lost his center. All pro. Gronk's not there. Leonard Fournette's two sixty. <laughs> he's looking good though. Like honestly, for two sixty. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm still drafting them. Hey, <laughs> goal line, goal line, goal line tons. I'm not stupid. All right, but uh, I'll say he's drafting them too. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Draft him, yeah. If Tom Brady leaves though, oh, I'd draft out. I'd still draft him. No fucking way. Fournette? He'll carry the no, ball. No, Thomas Edwards Jr. Not mean there. Seth, join us. You have to join us. You have to join now. All right, all right. You have I, got, to I got a couple minutes. What's, okay, what's, cool. What's the question? We're just we're going about on Tom Brady. I'll get your your thought on this topic in particular. I don't okay. want to talk about it. He's concerned because he's away from camp. Um, he, you know, none of his teammates know where he's at. Todd Bowles is like, I don't know what he's doing. He's been doing a lot of Instagram and TikTok videos. He initially retired in the off season. I thought I seen something about he was going through a divorce. Oh Wait. shit! I swear I thought I seen something about that. It could have just been some shit on Twitter where they were just joking, but I swear I thought I seen something that said he was going through a divorce with Giselle. That's been a, a source of contention for their relationship. Well, yeah, because she's told him to not like to pull, keep going to pull back out because yeah, they're. I've already had three kids. <laughs> pull out of the league. All right, I'm out of here. All right, man. See ya. Later, Seth. <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. So Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I don't that know. That could man. be true. It could be. I could definitely see that. Giselle's been begging I don't him. Know. She's been begging him. Fuck her, though. Giselle is smart enough to realize I am with Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. And I will put up with whatever the fuck this man wants to do. Even if he's a total psychopath while he's going about yeah. it. See, my thing That's is, where like, it's at. I think Tom was actually going to retire until he figured out this Dolphin shit was going to come out. I think this is a big part of why he came back. He didn't want to end his career on, a, on that weird Dolphins thing. What weird Explain this. Shit? So I love this. Keep going. The Dolphins thing. So it was Stephen Ross, right? That's their owner. The owner. So yeah. Stephen Ross was, uh, fuck. What's the word I'm looking tampering. for? Tampering. Tampering. Yeah, he was illegally tampering with trying to get Tom Brady to Miami. Uh, while as, he while as he late was, as last December. Yes, that was the he, latest he so started. While he was a member of the Buccaneers, yeah. was also tampering with Sean Payton, trying to get Sean Payton to come coach the Dolphins when he was still coaching the Saints last year. Which, by the way, the Dolphins lost a first round pick. That's a big fucking deal. You've been wanting to talk about that. We'll get you, to that in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I still think one of the greatest chess moves, I've been wanting to talk about this on the pod too, one of the best chess moves of the offseason, and, and I've seen it in a little while, is not only the Bill Belichick text. I mean, that, we, we you know, yeah. whatever. Brian Flores, knowing they're going to announce that shit February, I think, 2nd, and then February 1st, he files the lawsuit. Mad genius. Yeah. Mad genius. Yeah. George, you have anything on this? Uh of what? Brady and just the Bucks and Super Bowl chances and Yeah, if that is true, I feel like Giselle's out of her fucking mind. She has three kids. She's been out of her prime for like twenty years now as a woman. Relax. What? Be respectful. Why? <laughs> Are, you, Are you my boss? I- <laughs> what the fuck? I thought it was a podcast. Alright, go ahead then. Okay, well that's all I had to say. Okay. And uh, Tom Brady, do your thing. You're the goat. Like people are gonna remember you for being the fucking greatest of all time. Yeah, I, I, Al, I'm not shitting on that on the take. I just don't think 
us as fans will be like, oh, remember that Dolphins debacle at the very? We're gonna remember the seven bulls and him switching locations oh, I, and winning first year. I hundred percent agree, but I still think at the end of the day, for someone that's, I I think Tom Brady cares about his what people not what people think about him, but what his legacy is. Just a little. Did he care? He does care what people say about him a ton. Yeah, and of course he cares. He doesn't want the last thing being said about him on the field is oh, you know. Dolphins he was cheating until the day weird. he died. Yeah, the yeah. He wants. True. He doesn't want that. Because I mean, it's he had that fair share in New England. He wants to. He wants to come back. So if that's not the last thing people are saying about yeah. him. And now he has three wide receiver ones. Why wouldn't you fucking come back? Who are the three wide receiver ones? Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. Cut that mic real quick. Put me back so, on the mic. Oh shit, that's not the right mic. <laughs> There we go. Al, can you speak for me? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. He He's dead. He's done. Julio Jones. I like Julio in the draft this year. Y'all, uh, y'all can say what y'all want. I knew he was Are going. Are you good? I knew he was going there with that. <laughs> you knew I was going there with that. I mean, that's why I set you up for it. You weren't going to say no damn Russell Gage. Fuck no. Yeah, fuck? You weren't going to say no damn Russell Gage. Look at and that he's LA a borderline wide receiver one. He's a wide receiver two. Let's keep it a bean. Right. Let's keep it a bean. Yeah. The Bucks are going to be good, dude. The Bucks are going to be a great team, in my opinion. As long as Brady's there. Brady's going to be there. Here's my take on that. He's not retiring. I don't think he's doing the mass singer, like that one girl said. I think, much like Gronk, I think Gronk's coming back in October. I think Gronk's going to be like, hey, I'm back. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Gronktober? <laughs> I like it. I need smashing it. Smashing pumpkins, smashing footballs. <laughs> no, what are we talking about? No, that's no, George, no. Come on now. What do you mean? Where's that trombone? Where's that sad trombone? Duh, better not play that shit. No, that's the... You got me so sick. Is that <laughs> I come out here and pour my fucking soul, give you the most energy I've gave you in a podcast. Stop. It's fucking... I'm the only person that poured my soul in this program so far. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Where, what were we talking about? I was trying to transition. What were we talking about, Al? What was I trying to get to? Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah, but we were kind of done with that. Let's oh. talk about Rodgers and the, and the comments he made about his young receivers. Oh, now, yeah. What was the comment? I seen something about it, but I didn't see it. It was just, you know, we got to be better at route running. We got to be better about catching the football. And we got to be making better decisions or better and choices. And then they're like, Rodgers, what do you got to get better at? Ain't shit I can get better at. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love how real it keeps it. He's like, ain't a motherfucking thing I could do better. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's like, Did, do you see that pass he dropped? Like, fucking just went off on Dobbs. <laughs> <clears throat> Al, yeah. what are your thoughts on Rodgers picking on the young guys, man? Hey, I mean, you you ran your boy out of town. Sorry. Rodgers is the vet. He's supposed to be saying, y'all ain't doing shit right now. And hey, step remember, the fuck up. Hey, remember this is an apartment. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, it is Aaron Rodgers' job to be like, you are not doing this right. You need to step up. Well, yeah. Whether he does it privately in the press. And a lot of things with the press, I think these guys do that because they try to keep it internal. That's my theory. I don't think these guys immediately go to the media. I think they try to do it how they were brought up in Pop Warner High School. You keep it in the locker room. Keep it with the brothers. Keep it, you know, you keep it, you keep it with the band, right? And when that doesn't work, then they go to social media. You know, it's the same thing we see when these guys want trades or they want, you know, a certain amount of money or whatever it is. They're going to go and they're going to complain and they're going to subliminally tweet their way out of it and they're going to do a whole bunch of bullshit. 
And that's just kind of where we're at, I think, with Rodgers. I don't really have a huge issue with it because I could see it being true. Um, Al, you are 100% correct in the fact that Rodgers made his bed. I'm a firm believer that once you make the bed, you do have to sleep eventually. You might as well get in that bed, um, which is what Rodgers is about to do. And he might as well get cozy while he's at it because he has no great receivers. His wide receiver one is Alan Lazard. Respectable guy, good player. Um, Not Devontae Adams. Yeah. And I have high hopes for Christian Watson. If he falls to me in fantasy, we'll see how it goes. But I don't know. I don't know how it looks for Green Bay this year. Um, George Devaney. They ain't winning that division, I'll say that. No, they're not. Vikings are. And if not, then Lions are. I don't know. Listen, I want to be there just with you guys. It makes sense for him to fall, but I think Rodgers is going to do with Rodgers things. I think they're going to do the same record. He's going to make Alan Lazard look good. 12 touchdowns. Randall Cobb or fucking Dobbs is going to have 10 touchdowns. He's going to look official like a whistle. We're going to be sitting there. He's going to make playoffs. He's going to get bounced first round by the Niners or whoever the fuck they normally get bounced by. Am I wrong? That's how it's going to go. Rodgers is going to do Rodgers things, and he's not going to perform in playoffs like always. <laughs> I love it. I love it because yeah, Rodgers, it makes me sad when people could have had their cake and ate it too, and then their face gets mushed in that same cake. Roger's face is covered in cake and egg right now. This is all his fault. Yeah. I won't say ran Devontae out of town. I will say didn't inspire him or do much to make him want to come back. Yep. For the last two seasons. Um, I love Rogers responding to the Hall of Fame comments with his own Hall of Fame comments. That's awesome. I love Petty Rogers. Um, what do you guys think about the ayahuasca thing? Everyone's always doing drugs. You know, you know, everyone's doing this dumbass bullshit they always fucking do. But what do you think about the ayahuasca thing, Al? Is that a big deal? No, I don't think so. Give us a fuck if his guy drinks ayahuasca. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares if he had some self journey one night during the off season? I, good for him. I don't. It didn't yeah. keep me up that night. I had to be up. At the end of the day, there's still people. I mean, they still get to make their own choices. Just because the motherfucker throws a football well doesn't mean, yeah, it doesn't mean that he doesn't. This whole thing about, you know, these superstars and they don't know what's going on and they're detached and people run their social media. Horseshit. These guys are as dialed in as any of us are. These guys are on islands by themselves. I think they have literally no fucking friends. The only time they pop out is when they do public events or when it's game time or you got to perform your job. Um, I think Eminem falls under the same category. Legend pops out at the Super Bowl. Looks amazing. Sounds great. What is he actually doing? No one cares about curtain call two. You know, and it's sad to see it with your legends, but we are at that point with Rodgers. I have zero faith. Zero faith. You asked me three years ago, I was a Packer fan. Two years ago, I was saying there's no way they don't want to bowl either one of these next two years. And I have 100% faith in him regular season. Just 21% in playoffs. He is the second greatest behind Peyton Manning. Regular season quarterback I ever saw in my entire life. He's thrown over 400 career touchdowns in 14 seasons by far. It's like two seasons up from the next, which I think is like Terry Bradshaw. The craziest interception to touchdown ratio we've ever it's seen. It's literally, I think, like 4.8 to 1. It's like almost 5 to 1. Yeah. That's insane. Four MVPs, two of the, of the last two years he's gotten back-to-back. Um, he, he's a total superstar, but he is a total diva. And you get what you get, and, and he got paid, and... You know, man, I don't know. I don't know if all that stuff looking back 
is just so he could have got paid. And I hope that's not the reason. I hope he actually, and I think he did. I hope he actually felt disrespected by the Jordan Love thing and they wanted to get him out of there and that lit the fire under his ass. I hope he wasn't just doing all that to get paid. Um, and that's what I got on that. So let's talk about this. Let's make it real fun. And now we're going to you first again. I don't even got to introduce it. Deshaun Watson. Thoughts? Oh, for one, I'm just glad that this fucking thing is finally like finally done. We can finally stop fucking talking about it. Um, do I think it should have been longer? Yeah, I think so. Um, but at the end of the day, they settled on what they both thought was fair. Um, I mean, I know why the NFL settled where they did, but uh, why? Coming back that game against Houston, that's his first game back. That's, I mean, that's going to be a moneymaker for them right there. That's going to be the only Texans game that will be sold out this season. <laughs> when Deshaun Watson's quarterback? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. But, um, oh and it's like I told you the other day, I think that that was in the back of their mind. Let's push for a year so we can get him to settle right before that game. Because that'll be a nice little way for us to make some money. But, I don't know. Genius. It's what the NFL does. I mean. Genius. It's they do it every I mean, not this type of it every year, but you know, they always have that in the back of their mind. Storyline, making money. Yes. Sleazeball motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean you got to. You got to. If you're the NFL, I mean I mean shit, they're t- they're top dog, you gotta stay there. Yeah. Um hundred percent. But I mean it you know, at this point it kinda just oh, shit. it is what it is at this point. I'm glad that it's fucking figured out, done with. We don't gotta talk about it again until week thirteen when they when they go to Houston. Oh, we'll talk about it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about it again. George, what do you think about Deshaun Watson apologizing and then immediately saying that wasn't a real apology? And the Haslam family said, well, of course, we condone all this because he is a star and he is the biggest star we have ever fucking had throwing a football. And uh, yeah, the Haslam's comments are kind of wild. I we'll get to those in a sec. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the initial things? I haven't seen the full comments, but I'm glad that this Watson shit's behind us. Um, he haven't seen him play fucking football since December 2020. There you go, man. It's fucking sad. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, he looked bad in that preseason. Who the fuck wouldn't after that much time fucking away from the game? I'm. I mean, it sucks that we have to wait till week 11 to see him play. 13. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, can the Browns sustain him being out that long? We'll see. Um I don't know, dude. NFL is just doing sleazy shit. I'm not surprised. I can't wait to see Deshaun Watson play for the Browns and actually help him win some games. Uh Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, came out yesterday and said that of course, you know, the reason we condone basically all this is that he's a star quarterback. If he was quote Joe Smith, he wouldn't always be in the headlines. That's what he said. He said, basically what he's saying is that if Deshaun was Joe Smith, sexually assaulting chicks, no one would give a fuck An 11 game suspension. wouldn't mean shit. Um, which I think is simply not true. I, I think it's a code of conduct thing. And I mean, look, as far as Deshaun Watson goes, look, first of all, listeners, I feel like I need to apologize. I thought this motherfucker, had a big, big chance, big chance to be innocent, at least during 2021, because we had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. Initially, it was, oh, they're trying to smear campaign 
Watson, so they don't got to trade him. He hasn't even played the first year of his extension. The Texans owner and, and, and knows these police officers in Houston and these people and yada, yada. And it just seemed like a big old smear campaign against a black man, right? And then, you know, five allegations turn into 10. 10 turns into 15. Eventually, you get to 24 allegations with all the same shit around it. Um, in the report that Sue Robinson put out, um, which she was the judge initially that gave him six games, uh, the report she published as to why she only gave him six um, was detailed. And one of the stories that was in there, one of the, uh, I guess, graphic details, if you will, was Deshaun was getting a massage. And if, in the words of Jim Rome, if it wasn't sexual assault, the story would be fucking hilarious. So, and it's not funny at all. So Deshaun is doing this shit, I guess, where he's sticking his legs fully up in the air like a baby and then separating that shit, right? Immediately kind of a funny image. It's like, what the fuck is he doing sticking his leg? You know what I mean? Motherfucker, don't got nothing on, getting a massage. He's like, all right, man, he's just whiling, right? Apparently the chick, you know, the, the, the masseuse comes over, was, you know, gonna massage whatever, and he grabs her hand, Right on his nuts. Deshaun Watson, you are a predator. You are disgusting. You are only getting this far because you are talented. And nothing else. And America is a funny place, man, because you can be in crippling debt or you could be a sexual predator who could throw a football well that had us all in the beginning and make a quarter billion dollars fully guaranteed. America's a crazy place, man. If that was one of us three, we'd be in, we'd be in prison. Guantanamo. Yeah. Yeah. Pelican Bay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 24. He settled 20 of them out of court, you know, and and just in the stories and whatnot. Basically what I'm trying to say is, you know, in the past for me saying we should give him a chance or I might even think he is not guilty um, I think he is guilty now. So I reverse course. I apologize for my comments personally. I don't mean to offend anyone. No one hit me up saying they were offended or they didn't like that. Um, and I can't really even pinpoint a certain conversation or episode, but we've talked about this ad nauseum, just like everyone else has, um, you know, in the last year, year and a half. So that, that's my stance on the Watson thing. Watson is, is disgusting. We'll not be cheering for him. Um, and you know, what is it again? It's hard for me to think like, what does it say about us as fans that we, don't condone Deshaun Watson, and then we turn on the Browns game. Like, what does that say about us, man? Like, we like we got to take some responsibility for that too. Like, we kind of create these monsters, yeah. and and that's something I again, which is why I love this podcast. I don't hear any of these CBS dudes, local sport. I don't hear anyone talking about that fact. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Two hundred thirty million dollars, fully guaranteed is so much money for this guy. I'd have a hard time giving Mahomes or Josh Allen that, and I know they're worth every penny, but it's just a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I have a tough time giving those dudes that. Those dudes wouldn't even say fuck if they stubbed their toe. This motherfucker was putting his legs in the air, spreading them, and grabbing these chicks' hands and shoving it to his balls. And he made $230 million fucking dollars? And he's going to get to play? Fuck a season. I thought they were going to ban him. I thought they were going to um, Donald uh, Sterling his ass. But again, Goodell with no balls doing what he does. Now, 
Got to give Goodell credit where it's due. I thought he handled COVID way better than the NBA did, even though the NBA had a bubble. Um, and I think the fact that Goodell does the iron fist, or I guess lack of, and doesn't do the player empowerment or team empowerment keeps the identity of the NFL intact. None of us like NBA anymore, and we all love basketball. Well, you love NBA. I mean, you watch NBA, but you I watch, the, watch Kings. the Kings. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you don't watch the finals because player empowerment and player movement, and they get away with whatever the fuck they want, and they do whatever they want. I, 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 I don't know, man. I I'll like watch I'm, the finals. You didn't watch it this year. Well, you hate the Warriors and Celtics. I hate the Warriors and Celtics. <laughs> you hate them both. <laughs> like, fuck them. I wish none of them won, but it is what it is. I mean, I like yeah, I shit. like Clay. Okay. You don't like Steph? I like Steph. Like, Steph's I like cool, man. He's players. Cool. I don't like the You don't like organizations. Draymond? Organizations. See, that's my thing. Like, because I'm with you, and then if someone were to ask me, you don't like Draymond? I'm like, no, I don't like Draymond. You don't like Steve Kerr? <laughs> yeah. Team, like, oh, fuck. I like, like this team. Whole fucking team. I didn't want to like this team. No, I like this team, man. Damn it, man. I'm a Laker fan. Um, let's take a break. We'll pay for some uh oh, what are they saying radio? Uh uh pay some bills. We'll pay some bills real quick, which there's no bills. I just get free food. Um, but we'll pay some bills real quick, and then when we come back, we will do a fantasy mock draft for the first time in the new football season when we come back. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Fit Company. At Rebel Fit, you'll find state-of-the-art gym equipment, a dry sauna, and the one and only posing room, nicknamed the Ego Room. Rebel Fit also offers classes for those interested in kickboxing, has a PS5 to use once you're done with your workout and just want to chill, and a podcast room where you can record your journey, whether it be weight loss or life. Visit Rebel Fit Company at 161 Locust Street off of Athens Avenue in Reading. No contracts, no hidden fees, and a chance to transform your health. Come in and sign up today. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Spring Gulch Farms. If you're sensitive to certain food but still have that sweet tooth, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered with their dairy-free, soy-free, and gluten-free treats. Whether it's the delicious peanut butter bars with oats, brownies made with lots of TLC and no gluten or dairy, or their limited-time, brand-new, gluten-free, dairy-free chocolate crackle cookies, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered. Follow Spring Gulch Farms on Instagram and Facebook to get the latest updates and stop into Black Rose Coffee and Tea in Reading, Cafe Calico in Anderson, or Country Market in Happy Valley to try one of these delicious snacks today. You won't be anything less than satisfied. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I just had it. I just forgot it. I literally just forgot it. It has something to do with DoorDash and just credit. Debt. Okay. Debt. I was talking to my grandma about this. After my grandpa had passed, you know, he, he had a little bit of debt, nothing crazy, maybe just a couple grand, few grand on credit cards. And I asked her, I'm like, what happens to that? Because I'm like, people like enslave themselves to make these credit card payments, you know, as they should. You know, you should pay what you you, you borrow and keep yourself in good standing. Um, but, you know, people take these 15% interest loans and interest rates are the highest I've ever, not highest I've ever been, but, you know, they're going up faster than they ever have um, and all this stuff. And I was just... I don't know. I, I couldn't help but think. I'm like, what happens to all that debt when someone dies? Like, there's no way the family has to take care of that. There's no way that you know America puts that on the family. But someone has to pay that back because that's thousands of dollars. Someone could. If I die tomorrow, there's about fifteen grand in at Discover. They they ain't never seen that again. I spent it. I ate. I bought whatever I bought. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's gone. It's yeah. floating somewhere in the air. And I just got to thinking. I'm like. You know, I sit here and like my paychecks, you know, put minimum payments on cards, putting everything on credit cards, and I stress so hard about it. And I buckle myself 
I strap myself in so much with that sometimes, you know, just that adult stress. But if when I die, no one has to pay it, why do we all give a fuck so much? Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't pay it back. I'm not saying that you shouldn't worry if you have it. I understand wanting to get a mortgage, cars, another mortgage, become a landlord, own a business, keep yourself just as a good a good Samaritan, you know, a good person in society with good credit. But at the same time, like, inflation's the at I personally I think at all time high. They say nine percent. I said y'all, are, it's at least twenty fucking percent. Those gas prices went up more than nine percent. Those gas prices went up about 20, 25%. What is that? Oh, we're ready? Oh, we're ready to go? about 15 seconds. Oh, shit. For it to begin? Yeah. So we're going to do a mock draft. I basically bring all that up to say, um, I just, I think about that. I'm like, you know what happens to our debt when we die? I don't think anything happens to it. You guys ever worry about your debt as adults, like in your 20s? You know, that's a big thing. College debt and credit cards and running stuff up and bills. And do you guys ever worry about your credit card debt though? In your 20s? No. No. I'm going to pay my shit off here soon. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Go, go. Keep going. No, no. I, I, who picked for? Oh, I got. You just got. Uh, I got you JT, auto, bro. You auto drafted. I want a JT anyway, so I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go Jonathan uh, Taylor. Um, so Alec White is on the clock. He is. I'm, pick take, three. I'm gonna take Eckler right there. You got Eckler at three. Yeah, I'm gonna take. George has picked seven, mm-hmm. and I was pick one. I took Justin or uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Excuse me. My first overall pick. So we're going to do a mock draft, uh, if you guys couldn't tell. And we're going to do it live. We have not done this yet. We are going to do what I think will be our strategies. I know George will be honest drafting with us because he doesn't draft with us this year in the league. Um, Al, me and you talk so much, and we think so alike. I'm going to draft who the fuck I want. And if you want to try and steal him, I don't give a shit. How about that? That's how I feel. I'm just going to draft. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and take four yeah. receivers so you can't figure out which running back I'm taking. Well, I'm just going to take my Mock drafts are great, but the board's going to fall different on draft day. That's who. So. That's who. Like, I think three receivers are getting taken. Maybe only J. Jeff goes. Or maybe only Cup gets drafted in round one. And yeah, you just never know. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. So I know for sure I'm going to get the 20th and 21st pick, um, if I'm not mistaken, and whatnot. Now we are on Team Torres. Derrick Henry still on the board. Najee Harris still on the board. Najee Harris is taken by Team Torres in the first round. Why Najee Harris over Derrick Henry? Um, Titans are done. Can't name a wide receiver they have. Derrick Henry's been doing it. He, he, he'll he probably put up good numbers, but I like a well-rounded pass catching. Uh, they have good quarterbacks, but not good quarterbacks. Mason Rudolph, uh, Trubisky, uh, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, yeah. Uh, he's a beast. He's younger, better, stronger, longer. Not your Pause. Pause. What? <laughs> Pause what? Yeah, bro. You said he's stronger, longer, bro. No. <laughs> That's a pause. As Team Taurus picks CD Lamb in the second round. Are you a running back receiver guy? Or you running back, running back, running back, running back. But I couldn't justify getting DeAndre Swift that high. Hmm? I couldn't justify DeAndre Swift that high. Well, I guess me and you can justify a whole lot of different things differently. <laughs> Shit, I'm taking Cheeseburger Lenny right here. <laughs> you on the board? Fuck yeah! I don't blame you. The whole notion that we should avoid him because he's 15, 20 pounds overweight is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. I heard he looked good. I heard he was still breaking ankles and running over people. I mean, there's no reason not to. With Tom Brady, you're going to have wide open running lanes. 
if the if the board falls this way for me, y'all need to watch out. I was able to take Javante and Tyreek Hill with back-to-back picks. I will take that all day long. Tyreek Hill is wide receiver one on my team? Because I don't know what he looks like. I mean, we, you know, we could talk all day about Tua and he can't throw and he's left-handed. But Mike McDaniel's there. Jalen Waddle is going to be distracting dudes. Wait, you got Jonathan Taylor. Javante Williams, Tyreek Hill. That's my team. That's support. a killer team right there. Thank you. That's uh, how I want my team to play out. Thank you. I was really expecting some. No, no, bullshit. No bullshit. Just like Chargers in the Raiders. I was really expecting this setup. <laughs> Wait, uh, who do you have right now? I'm going to go Mike Evans. I like it. So give me your full roster yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got Eckler, Fournette, and Mike Evans. Fournette and Evans. Mm-hmm. If the board falls that way, do you like those guys together? I, I don't mean, know if I do. I, I, I wouldn't not do it. I think that Evans is one of the most underrated receivers every single year. Because you know you're gonna get you're gonna get a thousand yards and you're gonna get eight touchdowns every year. He's a year. Hall of Fame receiver. He is. He's it been sounds so, crazy to say that, but he's been so underrated his whole career. Besides Brady, I mean, I guess Winston most of the time. But like, who the fuck Blaine Gabbert? Like, who's throwing him the football? Who's throwing this dude the football? And he's only like a thousand yards. Now, if Brady ain't there, I ain't taking him that high. That's true. But, but if he falls, he's a great sleeper. He's a yeah. great fifth round sleeper. He's had a thousand, Mike Evans he's had a thousand yards every year he's been in the league since 2013. Yeah, that's crazy. that's crazy. Crazy. He's a Hall of Fame receiver. Uh, George, we were talking over your pick. Who'd you take? I took Nick Chubb. Third round? That's a great pick. Or fourth round? That would have been third. Because we just got into the fourth now. Nick Chubb, end of the third round. He's been kind of going around that range. Al, you said personally that you're down on him. I'll get to you in a second on that take. Why Nick Chubb in the third round? Uh, he's going to get a lot of volume. With One no loss in there? Yeah. Kobe Brissett's enough to be enough, you know? Not enough to be the guy. Like, not enough to... Throw a lot, but he will be enough to, like, let Nick Chubb do his thing. Yeah. And uh, Career Hunt wants to out of there. Fuck him. Career Hunt? Whatever the fuck. <laughs> career done. I don't know. Fuck career that. Hunt. And then um, <laughs> with that pick, I'm going to take, fuck, uh, Jalen Waddle. Okay. Mm. I wanted to reach for David Montgomery, but. Mm. Fuck. Well, Look at that team right there. Let's see. Let's see. What's, I did not want. What's, what's coming up for, for man? So, Waddle gets stolen like that in the fourth round from me. Mm-mm. But I ain't taking Waddle over Tyreek Hill. That's not happening. I got Tyreek Hill. I got Tyreek Hill. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, it's not even my pick yet. Sure. Yeah, I was like, are you even on the <laughs> clock right now? I'm like, I'm what not. are you contemplating? Oh. Okay. Who'd this guy take? He took here we Mike go. Williams. Okay, I was going to Now it's Alec okay. Yeah, I figured you would. Uh, oh, I know where you're going. And I know where I'm going. You know where yeah. he's going. I love when I know where they're going and I know where I'm going because I know where they're going. I'm going to go Josh Allen right here. Mm. I think that's a lot of points, man. A lot of points. If you can get Josh Allen in the fourth round, do it. He had like by far the most points of any player in fantasy football last year. Now, in our league, you're not going to get him in the fourth round. He was taking a pick 13. Yeah, you're not going to get him in the fourth round. Yeah, I'll say, I mean, that's just not a realistic thing. Um, So I went two running backs to start. My strategy, use this if you want now. Uh, not use it, but, you know, just yeah. under, understand it. Uh, <laughs> that's so arrogant. Two running backs. I'm going to go three receivers. Okay. Go three receivers the next time. Okay. I got some time here, but I know who I want initially. I want Marquise Brown. Okay. I like that. I like the Kyler hookup. College teammates, I haven't seen it not work out. No Hopkins for six games. Christian Kirk moved on. 
I kind of like Marquise Brown stock. Who's he going to throw the ball to? Kyler. Uh, he's going to throw to Zach Ertz. I mean, Zach Ertz is a shell of what he used to be. And then what, Rondell Moore? Great, great. If I catch it like Tyreek does four yards in and then run 90 yards. Um, and that's not a knock, but I, that's just kind of how I feel about that. I have another pick. I will go receiver. Brandon Cooks is available. I don't like Davis Mills. I'll make a pick. Uh, DK Metcalf, no, that's not happening. Judy with Russell Wilson, I'm not high on the Broncos. So I'm going to go Amon Ross St. Brown from the Lions. Wow. That's what I'm going to do in round five. It is now Team Alec White's pick. And right here, I so I still need a wide receiver and a flex. I'm going to get my flex out of the way. I'm going to go ETN right here. I like that value in the fifth round. I have Jonathan Taylor, Javante Williams, Tyreek Hill, Marquise, Marquise Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown. What are your guys' teams looking like in the fifth round right now? I got Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, and Travis Etienne. That's squad. Those first four are tough, Al. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Those first. Herbert, Evans, Fournette. No, Allen. Allen, Eckler, Fournette, Evans. Allen, Eckler, Fournette, Evans. <sighs> what do you got, George? I have Patrick Mahomes. Mm. As uh, he takes him in the fifth. Uh, Waddle, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, CeeDee Lamb. So we all, I like got, that. We, I like we all that. got squads. Yeah. Oh, we all kind of doing okay. Okay. And this year, there's not a lot of players I hate. I feel like everyone's – someone's going to win. If you win on running back, I'm winning on receiver. If, if You know, whatever, tight end, two elite tight ends. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Someone's going to – it's going to depend on your depth, picking the right guys, injuries, and if you have to trade. This year, anyone can take it. Like, like if they do their shit right. Yeah, let me get your guys' takes on that. So, I mean, George, you're in a couple different leagues, but do you think fantasy, and I mean, of course, I mean, you know, the saying, and wow, what a catch. Brandon Crawford. That's why he's a good shortstop. Um, you know, they say that, I forget my motherfucking point, you know. What the fuck am I even talking <laughs> They say, uh, so I'm rounding out Patrick Mahomes, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Waddle, and I went and took uh, Darren Waller. That's a tough squad right there, George. You guys are good. Oh, well, you guys are actually pretty good. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ain't bad. Alec White is on the clock. The guy after him has an auto. Then is me for two picks. Um, I think I know where I'm going next position-wise. Don't want to give out any ideas because it is his pick, unfortunately. I know exactly where I'm going, and I have no no fucking – I don't care if people know I'm high on this guy. I'm going Juju. I, I think Juju's going to have a big year. In the sixth round? I, I think yeah. he's Patrick Mahomes' Patrick number one receiver. That's high. Okay, people forget Juju was a top five receiver with Ben Roethlisberger. I remember when he had all the potential in the fucking world. I drafted him with my ninth pick, and he shit on my entire season. That's what I remember. He was supposed to be in his prime. Yeah, he, he started doing Ben TikTok. Roethlisberger. In 2019. All right, you know what? I got to make a pick, Al. New so, team. He's going to be doing TikToks with uh, Patrick yeah, Mahomes' brother. Man. I think he's going to have energy. <laughs> Him and Jackson Mahomes are going to fucking have a blast after every W. So at the end of the sixth, yeah, Jesus. Uh, with uh, the end of the sixth round, I took Kyler Murray as my quarterback. I got a squad, y'all. I'm not even going to hold y'all. I got me a team. See what's going on with tight ends. Because I have my eye on someone, but I don't like it. I'm not going to take him yet. What's going on with them running backs or uh, wide receivers, actually? Man, there's a lot of good guys right here. Damn. Who do I want? Mari Cooper's available. Mike Thomas is available. Allen Robinson. Uh, Hunter Renfro, Thielen, Drake, London. I'm going to go with someone who has never, ever had a serviceable quarterback the entire time he's played, and he will break out now that he has one Allen Robinson. I like that. 
Allen Robinson has never played with a quarterback as good as half as good as Matt Stafford. And if you ask certain people, Matt Stafford ain't all that. Even after the bowl win. Um, which we will get to some Super Bowl picks here in a sec and whatnot. Do want to let you guys know in the middle of this going on as these guys kind of just take a little little break and whatnot and we wait for our picks to come up that August 31st will be the first podcast for the 2022 NFL season. It will be this crew right here. We will have uh, the iPhone going, filming YouTube videos. I got a mic for it already. I've been saying it for like a whole year now, but I finally just 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 did it. You know, sometimes you got to bite the bullet and just do what you got to do in life to, to keep progressing and keep yourself going. So that's exactly what happened in this case. So Wednesday, August 31st, and every Wednesday coming this fall, you will hear from yours truly, Alec White and George Torres breaking down every single thing during the NFL season. So if you're from Shasta County, from the area, I assume a lot of the listeners are, and you guys want to hear about some football and you want to just BS, talk back and forth, send us some comments, some DMs. Um, we'll, we'll answer everything, man. We'll talk about everything. And, and as we get closer, we'll have a little uh, better idea, I guess, of how all, all that's going to go. But um, yeah, August 31st. So I'm looking forward to that. Round of applause. I love it. I think it's great. And, um, yeah, Al did not want to wait till August 31st. I don't know if we addressed this yet in the podcast, but Al hit me up the last few days. Hey, hey, when's the first NFL pod? August 31st. Hey, man, I know you said that one day yesterday. Wonder if there's a new day today. I'm like, still August 31st. <laughs> Been itching to get behind the mic. And then hey, eventually, me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey. And then eventually, um, I think he hit me up last night, and I was like, you know what, man? I'm so fucking just bored, and I'm like, why are we? I'm like, a pod. Let's do a pod. So I'm happy we're doing this. I'm happy we're doing some dog day shit and whatnot. Um, I want to let you guys know, listener-wise, and, and you guys here in the room, yo, dude, we get better. Listen to the Super Bowl pod we did, Al. Not that I think it's bad or anything. I was sick, so I sounded like shit. Um, but I'm just like the conversation points and just the the, the talk. Point being, and, and my job is to hype up the future part of the show. Um but this season of Blake Mayfield podcast or this uh, phase or whatever you want to call it will be the best you have heard from the podcast yet, in my opinion. So because I talk shit, round of applause. Did you guys see Facebook and Instagram banned Andrew Tate? I did not see that. Do you know who Andrew Tate is? No. It's a kickboxer. He was on the show Big Brother, Little Brother, whatever. I think it's Big Brother on CBS uh, and got kicked off because he beat up a woman. Oh. Got into kickboxing. No one knew who the fuck he was. And then all of a sudden he started posting TikToks and all this shit in 2022. And uh, he is one of the most famous people on planet Earth right now. And not only is he banned from Twitter because he said that um, women who are sexually assaulted probably deserved it. He did say that in a tweet in 2017. Um, but he also now is banned from Facebook and Instagram. So, George, you're familiar with Andrew Tate a little bit. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him getting banned on everything except TikTok, which is not even owned by America? Um, That's crazy that he got banned. He must have done some bad shit, but I don't think he's done bad shit. That's... Yeah, I've seen his bits, and I didn't know. Um, I did not know he got banned. Al, no thoughts on this. I don't know him, so okay, fair enough. So, round nine, pick one. I have a squad right now. I'll go over my team after this is over. Um, I'm still looking at tight ends. Still don't got to take who I'm wanting right now. So I'm gonna keep looking. I got a lot of receivers. I am loading up at receiver this year. I just think there's a lot of great receivers. Running backs looking really thin. I do need me a backup quarterback, someone that will not play in week 13, and that guy's gonna be Thomas Everett Patrick Brady Jr. Okay. 
Tom Brady and Kyler Murray. I like those two quarterbacks. Um, so far, A-Rob, Devontae Smith, and Brady are the reserves. Um, as Al picks A.J. Dillon. In the ninth round, that's crazy value. Oh, yeah. That's really good value. Him and Aaron Jones are going to be on the field together a lot. Aaron Jones will have one of the highest production uses in football this year. I 100% agree. I think Matt LaFleur is going to do nothing but just run the fucking football. Who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Lazard. Lazard, bro. Christian Watson. Christian Watson. Watson. Yeah. yeah. Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs. Yeah, Dobbs. Yeah. Dobbs. Not even Marquez Valdez no more. Randall uh, Cobb. Randall Cobb, good. Robert, Robert Tunyon. Aaron Rodgers is going to get his. He'll get 31 touchdowns. I'm going to go five picks. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Say four thousand one hundred yards. That's what I'm gonna say. Forty one hundred yards. Thirty one touchdowns. Five picks. That's all I'll say. Okay. That's all I'll go with. Look, here's my squad. Here's what we got. And you guys will go over yours when I'm done. So far, as of round ten, Kyler Murray's my quarterback. Jonathan Taylor and Javante are running backs. Tyreek Hill and Marquise Brown and Amon Ross St. Brown are my receivers. That is a squad, if you ask me. Reserves right now. I got Allen Robinson, Devonte Smith, and Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Having a good draft so far. What are your guys' teams looking like? Wait, hold up. I'm on the clock. As Team White is on the clock. Christian Kirk. I kind of figured you were going there, to be honest. Okay, here we go. Um, do I got to take my guy? I do not have to take my guy yet. I don't got to do it. I love it. Uh, let's see. Round 10. Round 10. This is where value is found. Robert Woods. Um, I keep forgetting Robert Woods is in Tennessee now. Oh, I got back-to-back picks, too. Back-to-back picks. Um, none of those receivers I'm really feeling. Let's go. I don't know where to go, so I got to pick someone. Uh, no quarterback. Do I need a running back? I don't need a running back. We're going to go receiver again. I got to load up a receiver this year. I got to do it, and um, I think this guy's going to have a good year, so I'm going to go with Russell Gage. And now in round 11, pick one. You don't want Stat Pafford? No, I don't want Stat Pafford. I'm going to get this out of the way and just take my fucking, take my do, take my guy. My guy. What do you think about that, George? That's a good tight end. I think with Jeff, uh, (laughs) with Justin Jefferson. I knew that's where you were going. Well, what do you do? You take DeAndre Hopkins. You took him? Yeah. I I was thinking about him. It's only six games. Oh yeah, I was thinking about him. I just with Marquise being there, um, and then you know Connor having the breakout season. I just don't know how much running or how much throwing they're gonna actually do. Dude. What? Someone took Rashad Penny too on auto uh, draft. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Oh <laughs> fuck! I need a defense and kicker still. Oh fuck me! Right, I know where I'm heading next. All right, I'm going to take... Uh, this, this is what it sounds like when men are drafting fantasy I'm, football. Live. I'm going to take J-Rob. I like that. Okay. Never know. He's going to be back week one. Yeah. To get some depth at running back, I'm pretty stacked, so I might as well just keep going and keep touching Who's on your on team, it. George? Oh, yeah, hold on. Let me t- After this pick, I got it. If I get that. I was on your team. Mother. Right, so we got bro. Josh Allen at quarterback, oh, running backs. We got Eckler, Fournette, ETN, and A.J. Dillon. Receivers, Mike Evans, Juju, Elijah Moore, Christian Kirk, D-Hop, tight end, Dalton Schultz. Okay. okay. I have uh, Patrick Mahomes, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, C.D. Lamb, Jalen Waddle, Darren Waller, Rashad Bateman, a flex, um, Adam Thielen on the bench, Tony Pollard on the bench, Cordell Patterson on the bench, J- James Robinson on the bench, and I drafted Dawson Knox, a tight end for the Buffalo Bills. 
I'm trying to think how to word this question for George. Um, how how do you know so much about fantasy, but play so dumb? I just gotta be coy with it. I feel like it's just not putting all my eggs in one basket and knowing where they favor and just like when you're playing fantasy, you gotta understand you want an offensive great team. So, and no disrespect, but I wouldn't. I'm not high on you know Jacksonville. Yeah, Washington Commanders. Yeah, yeah. they're not Cleveland, good at offense. Sex yeah, chub. yeah, yeah. I make sure I take super offensive. I'm really high. That's why I'm so running back heavy because I rely heavily on wide receiver two that I know are going to put up numbers as wide receiver ones. Um, I don't know. I just I just uh, go with my instinct. Go with my gut. So why do you play so dumb until draft day? I, there's nothing. I don't even say shit. You guys are. I feel like you guys overhype and overthink it sometimes. Mm. Don't say you guys. Say Al. Say Al. I overthink. I don't, I overthink things. Not fantasy football. I think, I'm, traded, I, I think I'm pretty good at this. You're getting better. What are you going to say? Uh, the Lamar Jackson trade where you like. From 2020, George. Well, I mean, From that, three seasons ago. Okay, I mean, well, I mean, if that's not that long. I, oh, my bad. You're on the clock. Bro, three seasons ago. If we're gonna bring up what we did three seasons ago, uh, let me have let me have a day, because if I'm not mistaken, none of y'all won that bowl. So I think we all fell in the same boat. I think I didn't win that bowl. You didn't win that. You won 2019. You didn't win 2020. Seth won 2020. You beat out with that six touchdown Camaro game. Yeah, we don't gotta talk about that. Yeah, I don't want to bring it up, but I'm sorry, I had to. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Which one did I win? Was it my turn? Ow. Why have you just not talked, not said anything, paranoid? Why, 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 why all these feelings? Where do they come from for fantasy? Last year was the first year I talked a lot of shit, talked a big game, and I finished in eighth place. So I'm a very, I'm very superstitious. So I'm keeping to myself. I'm, I, I'm not going through that fucking torture I went through last year. It was that bad? Yes. It was fucking torture. But why do you think it was so bad? Was it because you've said it was your draft? You said it was because karma, because you were talking well, here's, shit. Well, and here's the thing: during football last year, I was off work, so I didn't really have much to do. So I That's was true. fantasy football consumed a lot of my time, <laughs> and I overthought a lot of it. So That's fair. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. All right. Team White's on the clock. Oh, as we are kind of winding down here around 14. Pick eight, team white. There's still some guys out there. Get that defense. Yeah, that's not bad. That's I, already, not bad. I already got me that Evan McPherson. That's not bad. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'm going to go. I'm going to go kicker. You know, a guy that was really good last year was Daniel Carlson. Uh, Daniel Carlson yeah. is a kicker. So I'm going to go with yeah. him. He was really, really accurate. Really good. Do I want a running back? Do I want a receiver? Do I, I need a backup tight end. None of these guys float my boat, though. Um. Let's go back to receiver, man. Let's see what's popping because there's, there's just too many of these dudes. McCall Hardman in round 15. Give me a break. Give me a break. McCall Hardman could be the number one over Juju. I don't know about that. Round 15. They just drafted a receiver. Sky Moore? Okay. They also drafted Clyde. He was supposed to be the next fucking Jamal Charles. He is, and he is not. 
next Dexter McCluster, and he is That's true, but McCall Hordman was already like the receiver three, so you expect me to expect him to have the jump over a guy they drafted in the second, first round, whatever round. That's where I, I come from. I don't know. As far as the big jump, I don't know. I do think he makes some sort of jump. I do think that he is some sort of more of a focal point of that offense than he has been in years past. Um, now that Tyreek Hill isn't there. Um, I think it's as simple as that. So um, we're kind of winding down here. The only thing I need is an extra bench guy, man. I got Kyler Murray, Jonathan Taylor, Javante Williams, Tyreek Hill, Marquise Brown, Irv, Amon Ross St. Brown, the Bucks defense, Daniel Carlson is my kicker. On my bench, I got A-Rob Waiton, I got Devontae Smith, I got the GOAT, Tom Brady, I got Russell Gage, I got Melvin Gordon the third, and McCole Hardman. That is my team. Last pick, I'll just pick some random-ass uh, tight end because I need a backup tight end. What is your guys' teams looking like now that uh, this Team Taurus is last pick? Now that your guys' picks are in. I got one more pick on the clock. Oh, you got one more? Okay. Right, I'll go first then. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, C.D. Lamb, Jalen Waddle, Darren Waller, uh, Rashad Bateman, Colts defense, Adam Thielen, uh, Tony Pollard, Cardell Patterson, J-Rob, Dawson Knox, uh, Michael Carter, and uh, Jarvis Landry. I took him as a flyer. Mm, I like, on, I like on that Jarvis Landry. Where's Landry like at? That. On the Saints. Oh. I like that. And then for my kicker, I'm going to do Tyler Bass. Buffalo like Bills are always like going to be yeah, smart. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. They're going to score a lot of points this year. All right, Al. You have one more pick after this, right? Yeah. All right. Who are you thinking, man? I'm going to go Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell? Yes. Why? When a player comes out and says, don't draft me like Miles Sanders did, I'm drafting your backup if it's in the 15th round. Miles Sanders has been practicing with a third team. Kenneth Gainwell is a three-down back. Why is that? Because he's ass. He said that? Yeah. He said, don't draft me. He said in an interview, don't draft me. Why? He may have been joking. He was, I mean, he looked pretty serious because he said, he said, I hate fantasy football. Don't draft me. He said, because I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be that guy. Don't draft me. Hmm. (laughs) All right. So let me get my team. Let me get my (laughs) team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, so I got, I got nothing. I got Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Juju, Dalton Schultz, ETN, Saints defense, Evan McPherson, Elijah Moore, AJ Dillon, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Evan Ingram, and Kenneth Gainwell. You know, I don't like always having to um, talk up myself, right? I just killed y'all too in that fucking draft. My fucking team was way fucking better. Okay. And, and not way better than your way better than yours. Not way better than yours, but Kyler, JT, Marquise, Amon Ra? Amon Ra? Who's averaging like 25 a pop the last six weeks of the year? I didn't think Old Blake would come back today. What do you get off? Like that uh, in your head, you're really out here. What are you talking about? I smoked y'all boots in this draft. I but I did, though. I just named my team off, and your team was very good. I really think Al's team was not that great. But I also think Al is a total Capricorn bullshitter, and he's just doing it to do it, right? I don't think he actually did it for real. I did it for real. That If I have my way, my team will be loaded. Have fun trying to play me, right? I'll go 0-4 and then go like 8-4. Eight and, eight and um, No, I don't get off anywhere. I, I, just, I just think I just had a better draft. That's all. And you're a good drafter. You're a notoriously good trader and drafter. So if I had a, a as good or better draft, take some pride in that. 
You're eating chips on a pod. I'm listening. You have anything to say? I disagree. Okay. You disagree? Mm-hmm. Well, then give your take. My Jocks was better. Why? I got the better RB1. Statistically, you could check all my players' analytics. They're way better than yours last year. and they're Not JT. Nope, sorry. And not Okay, Kyler. he's the best running back, but he had the number one overall pick. I hope you have the number one. I hope you have the best running back with the first overall pick. And I do believe he's. He, there's no way Mahomes he goes. lost Tyreek, and that's your guy. Mahomes does it all, and he's going to have to put up points, and that defense isn't good enough to keep them in games. So they're going to be losing a lot of fucking games. He's going to be putting up a lot of fucking points. With Juju and all these Travis fuckity fucks. Kelsey, one of the best Titans ever fucking Kelsey's one planet. of the best. Sky Moore, one of the best rookies to come out of the fucking draft. We have no idea what he looks like. I'm telling you from the safest projection of Who are your receivers? CeeDee Lamb and, and Jalen Waddle. I love Jalen Waddle. Yes. CeeDee Lamb has got to be the most overrated fantasy prospect this year. What do you think about that? I actually agree with that. Yeah. I, I'm staying you. far away from CeeDee. I was no staying point. far away from CeeDee last year, though. I've never been high on CD. There's no point in drafting the Cowboy. Any of them. Zeke. Dak, I would draft none Zeke. Of them. Zeke, I would Why? draft. Because Zeke's going to score 10 touchdowns. He's going to finish as a top 10 running back. It's going to happen. That's so weird. You don't it's, think CD Lamb's going to be good, though? I had him last year. I wish I got Cup. I spent, well, yeah, I, we all wish we had Cup. I spent my whole 2021 thinking about how I sat there with my phone in my hand and passed over Cooper Cup for CD Lamb. That's what I had to keep replaying. Hey, at least you got CD Lamb. You didn't get Allen Robinson. I'll take A-Rob this year. Do you, oh, yeah, do you think Allen Robinson's going to have a good year on the Rams? Do you think Absolutely. He's is there any potential for him to take that uh, the, the Cooper Cup role? Or is that Cup's role? That's what They're he gonna, does. He's going to take Robert Woods' role, which is not bad. Robert so Woods was wide, was wide receiver at 12 when he got hurt. They were had they had two wider, top 12 wide receivers on that team. That's pretty insane. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. For how good Cooper Cup was, Robert Woods was still a top 12 wide receiver. Yeah. You know... I still take Godwin in that debate, Godwin-Woods, but it might be closer than we think. I think Robert Woods is super underrated. But I, just don't, Come, think he's, I don't think he's better than Chris Godwin at receiving the football. No, no. And they got to make me a, a clutch catch, like like a cup against the Buccaneers kind of catch. Like, I want to send Godwin down the field. I don't want to send. For sure, for sure. Um, I keep forgetting who we're talking about. Bobby Trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, all right, so George and I got into it. So you didn't think old me would come out in this podcast. I was telling Al, I, I retired old me. You just came out. New new month, new me. New month, new me. Okay, so once September 1 hits, the draft's on September 2, new month, new me. And what that means is I'm not going to be the guy to sit around and give myself a heart attack and high blood pressure and scream and yell about something Seth did in 2019 and 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 how George thinks he won a Chris Carson Lamar Jackson trade from 3 years ago he's not even in our league no more none of that stuff's going to affect me just like my actual life once you realize the past if you're lucky does not catch up to you as nearly as bad as you thought it might you're able to move on with your life I'm able to move on with my fantasy life right now um yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought I had a respectable draft. And as far as old me, you guys make old me come out. Like, do you guys realize that? Like, I don't think it's just me on my own merit. Why the fuck out? You guys say shit. Oh, I disagree. Oh, I'm better. I, and then it happens. No. It's never just like Blake walks in and he's like, man, fuck out. Suck my dick. Like, I'm never doing that. For I'm, all to the my listeners. friends, I'm never doing that. For all the listeners, you oh, guys were here uh, with us the whole ride. We're all just, yeah, we're having a good drive. Everyone's doing good. And then out of nowhere, Blake said, respectfully, I smoked you. 
fuck you, Al. Your shit, your team was shit. George, you're all right. That's what came out. And I was like, what the fuck? It is 848 at night. Is that our guy? Wait. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, your dasher's here. Is this, oh, my dasher's Our Sonic Blast. I got a Snickers Sonic Blast. What did you get, Blake? This is your DoorDash driver, Julissa. I have your order and I'm on my way. Let's go. Let's go. On her way, not here. So we could relax. It's Sonic. It's busy. Fuck Sonic. It's busy. I gave that look, place two years of my life. Look, as a, you worked there? Yeah, I worked there. No, the shot. manager who got me hired on got me my job at now, and now we're gonna make millions and love our life. And we just, who that? Harold Stacy. Well, Shameless O'Leary's closing and becoming owned by the people that own Raw, and them getting their liquor license revoked for two months back a couple weeks ago. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it sucks. Shameless is never gonna be the same. Um, because it's not going to be shameless anymore, but I know it's all business. I know there's a bunch of shit that happens behind the scenes, and people get paid, and people get fucking, you know. I get it. We're grown now. And um, I honestly look forward to the the main strip being the spot now. Uh, Raw, Applebee's, Red Line Hotel, Monroe's Casino Club. That's going to be in the new. This yeah. is what it was back in the 90s. My buddy I work with, who's like 39, he was telling me how that place used to be the hotspot. I'm like, hey, history repeats itself. This is going to be the new. The new deal. I mean, Applebee's warm up, get your fucking little appetizer and drink for eight bucks. Um, you fucking pop out to the Red Lion Hotel, Casino Club, you know, you name it, Raw. It's going to be really lit down in the hilltop. I agree. I agree. Redding's really stepping up their game. Um, you know, so shout to Redding, man. And I, I think it's a good thing. You know, Costco's coming in soon. A um, whole bunch of other stores um, next to Costco and stuff like that. I'm really looking forward to it. I think Redding's on the up and up. And I think it's going to be great, man. Um, Anything else? Al, do you have anything you want to say? No, good. You're good? You really don't have anything to say? All right. I mean, if you got nothing, I don't got nothing. George, you got anything else? Those blasts are on their way, man. Any minute now. This is great. I had fun. This is hour 40. George nearly got us canceled right at the end, but that's okay. I don't well, think you can- Yeah, there's no can- No, you didn't get us canceled. George either. don't get canceled. I'm like Drake. Oh, my God. It is kind of crazy how Drake can, like, do no wrong. No, well, no, he does wrong. He just doesn't get in trouble for his wrong. Exactly. I'm not going to get into it. If you guys made this one, thank you for texting Billy Bobby Brown. He's fucking 38. <laughs> he's not 38, Whatever. but I know you're, yeah, he's like 35, he's 18. I get it. Um, look, man, this has been total chaos for the last 15 minutes. You know what did it? Everything was fine until I was like, my draft? And then all of a sudden, this whole oh, fucking hell, thing. <laughs> my draft, fuck you guys. Glass aromas here. I don't think I said all that. I'm not listening back to this. Like, You're going to listen back to it. And I'll be like, I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. I didn't say fuck you. But I didn't start, no, I, was, I said, I didn't say F you. I said I effing killed you in this street. <laughs> I'm what, nuts, yo. Blake's one of OJ Simpson club didn't fit, but he's just fucking... Took hella sodium and just fucking made it not fit. Yo, took hella. Oh, OJ, you definitely did it, brother. Is that the theory? He ate hella salt and oh, blew yeah. his hand sodium. up? Yeah, yeah. Let's Wait, go. Al, do you know about this? That's true? I watched the OJ doc and didn't see that. That motherfucker ate salt that day so his hand would blow up? Dude, lawyers, when you get paid a million, they cover all bases. Which is why they won the, you know, won the case. That's crazy. Well... I'm OJ Mahomes. I'm reporting to you. <laughs> I'm Blake Mayfield. I'm reporting to you guys live from Anderson, California. And uh, yeah, this was episode 168.
thought it was awesome. And uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming on. And thank you guys for listening this far. If you made it this far. So I appreciate it. We'll be back. Um, I want to say sometime before August 31st. I want to say sometime next week. We'll have a pretty um, cool guest. Someone from around the way. Something that's not up my alley personally. But it's a good thing for me to do as a journalist. Just stretch and, and broaden my horizons and, and whatnot. So uh, good podcast coming next week. After that, we will have the football fantasy season preview. Another mock draft will be coming up. That's about it, guys. So if you made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate it very much. I'll see you guys, excuse me, I'll see you guys at some point next week, and have a good night. See you guys later.